O key of David, opening the gates of God's eternal kingdom, come and free the prisoners of darkness. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. One of the most controversial teachings of the Catholic Church is the perpetual virginity of Mary. Are you aware of that doctrine that Mary was a perpetual virgin? That is, Mary did not have other children besides Jesus. And more to the point, she never had sexual relations with St. Joseph. Now I say that teaching is controversial because it is flatly denied by most Protestants and even surprises some Catholics who should be more familiar with their faith. The Protestant position is based on those passages in Matthew 13 and in Mark chapter 6 that refer to the brothers and even some sisters of Jesus. And so they argue that Jesus could not have had other brothers if Mary and Joseph did not have marital relations and thereby produce other offspring. The Catholic answer to that argument can be found in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 500. It states strongly, the Church has always understood these passages as not referring to other children of the Virgin Mary. In fact, James and Joseph, brothers of Jesus, 
are the sons of another Mary, a disciple of Christ, whom St. Matthew significantly calls the other Mary. They are, it continues, close relations of Jesus according to an Old Testament expression. So, we have our ways of explaining these problematic passages. Our scriptures today also support the virginity of Mother Mary. In the 8th century, Isaiah prophesied, Therefore the Lord himself will give you the sign, The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. And in today's Gospel from Luke, we read, The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. In other words, both Isaiah and Luke explicitly affirm Mary's virginity, at least prior to the birth of Jesus. And the 2,000-year tradition of the church is emphatic about her perpetual virginity after the birth of Jesus. Why? Well, because our Christian faith not only sheds light on how we should live on earth, but also how we will live in heaven. And in heaven, we will all be virgins in the sense of not being married to other people. But don't take my word for it. Listen to the words that fall from the lips of Jesus in Matthew 22, verse 30. At the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like the angels in heaven. And Mary is the model of both earthly life and heavenly glory. And that is why the church teaches she was a perpetual virgin. But the real reason this teaching of Mary's perpetual virginity is so controversial is not because of Bible arguments, but because our society is obsessed with sex. We cannot imagine life without sex. And so we cannot imagine someone who could be a perpetual, lifelong virgin. You know, it's like that joke about the guy that goes to see the psychologist and he says, Doc, I got a real problem. I can't stop thinking about sex. The psychologist says, well, let's see. He brings out a series of cards with ink blots. He shows the man the first picture and asks, what is this a picture of? The man answers, that is a man and a woman in bed making love. The psychologist says, hmm, Then he shows him the next card and asks, now what do you see? The man stares at it and replies, it's a man and a woman making love. The psychologist is very interested and he presents the third ink blot and asks the man's opinion. He answers, that's a man and a woman in bed making love. The psychologist concludes, yes, you do seem to be obsessed with sex. The man exclaims, me? You're the one showing me all the dirty pictures. And that is why 
we find it so hard to accept the doctrine of the perpetual virginity of Mary because all we see are dirty pictures. We cannot imagine life without sex. We are obsessed with it. But the Catholic faith, filled with the wisdom of sacred scripture and holy tradition, teaches us how to live and be happy, not only in this life, but also in the next life, where we neither marry nor are given in marriage. And Mother Mary is the model of both worlds. Why? Because she was Jesus' first and best disciple and learned our Lord's every lesson perfectly and perpetually. Praised be Jesus Christ.